Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Actually Though. I hope you are all having a fantastic day. I'm still working on getting all of my Christmas decorations up around my apartment and finalizing my Christmas tree decorations. I'm definitely one of those people whose Christmas decorations go up on November 1st. Honestly, I was listening to Christmas music at the end of September, so that just shows you how much I love Christmas and I'm so excited to finally be able to put my Christmas tree up and all of my decorations. I'm going to do a whole blog post on my Christmas decorations and things like that, so definitely keep an eye out for that once I finally finish everything. I just wanted to start this episode off too by saying thank you for all of the support that I received on the launch of this podcast and the launch of my blog. It really means so much to me that people are so supportive of this. It was really just something that I started as a hobby and something I did on the side to be creative. And so having the support from everyone just really means a lot. And I really just can't thank everyone enough. And I'm really excited to see where the blog and this podcast go. I want to start each episode off with something that I'm looking forward to. I think it'll be a fun way to bring some positivity into the week and into the episodes. Plus, it's always just a fun way uh, for me to share things that are going on in my life. Uh, This week is a little different um, than I think you'd expect, I guess, for things that I'm looking forward to. But this weekend, I am honestly looking forward to deep cleaning my apartment and organizing uh, I know it might sound super boring, but the last few weeks have been absolutely insane between work and just things going on in my life. So my apartment has definitely become pretty cluttered, pretty messy. Uh, And I don't know if it's just because I now have my own place or I'm getting older because I definitely know if my parents or anyone who knew me uh, when I was younger is listening to this episode, they probably think that's the most ridiculous thing they've heard. But I am finding that now I really need everything to be clean and organized if I want to be productive and just feel um, really comfortable at home. So at least once a month or so, I like to deep clean and kind of purge and organize my apartment. So I'm really looking forward to having a whole weekend to just get rid of stuff I don't need and get everything clean and organized and decorated. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about stress and specifically how I'm managing and trying to prevent a lot of stress in my daily life. I thought, you know, with everything going on this week and honestly just 2020 in general, I think a lot of us are dealing with stress way more often than we're necessarily used to. I know personally between entering into post-grad life, starting a full-time job, starting the blog, starting the podcast, along with kind of just the stress of the year and everything else going on that pops up in my life, I've definitely been finding myself overly stressed out way more than usual. So that being said, I've been trying to find different things to help me handle my stress and I thought, you know, why not share them with all of you just in case you're feeling the same way. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. One of the big 
biggest things that helps me manage my stress is creating routines. I've always been a pretty big routine person. I just like to kind of have a set way I start and end my day. It just really helps me kind of feel a little more organized, makes it easier for me to kind of prepare and see what I have going on that day. And then it also just really helps me kind of unwind from the day, uh, especially with having a really busy schedule and a fairly stressful job and things like that. I'm not somebody who has these like crazy long hour, two hour, three hour morning and evening routines. That's just not something I could do. Uh, I wish that I could be like that, but mine are just short, simple ones that I can fit into my busy schedule and just really kind of help give a little bit of structure into kind of the other craziness that is my daily uh, life. Uh, Between working full-time and creating content, things can get a little hectic. So having something that's a little consistent and structured really just helps me feel a little more put together. So currently my morning routine is pretty short, especially on days where I'm working at the vet clinic. I get up usually an hour or so before I need to leave. I make my bed. I make a cup or sometimes two cups of coffee. I take Wrigley, my dog, for a quick five to ten minute walk just around the neighborhood. Um, We have to go after he eats breakfast though because otherwise he gets very, very crabby. Then I take a look at my calendar and make kind of a small to-do list. You know, I really try to stick to only, you know, five or six things maximum that I have to do for that day, whether it's an errand I need to run or just a chore around the house or even something I need to remember to do when I get to the clinic. Um, And then it's either off to work if I'm going straight to the clinic or off to an early morning pure bar class before heading into work. Uh, I've talked about this on the blog before. I am somebody who definitely prefers to work out in the morning. It fits my schedule a lot better when I'm working. And that's also just been something that's really helped me kind of take a breath in kind of this craziness of 2020. Uh, It's a way that I can just kind of take an hour for myself and work out and feel better and get on with the day. But I definitely prefer an early morning workout um, before work because I definitely don't have the energy after working at the vet clinic for, you know, 10 hours a day. Uh, In the evening or kind of my nighttime routine really just consists of showering because trust me, vet tech life is super rewarding, but it's definitely not the cleanest profession out there. Uh, I make dinner, I finish off my to-do list, and then I take Wrigley on another 10 to 20 minute walk if the weather is nice or we just kind of hang out and play in the apartment if it's rainy or something like that. And then I just kind of hang out on the couch, uh, chat with family, chat with friends, you know, hang out with friends some nights or just work on some blog and podcast content before going to bed pretty early uh, because I'm usually exhausted. So like I said, neither of these are crazy long routines, but they're just enough structure for me to kind of organize my thoughts and make me feel a little less stressed out with everything going on because they're consistent and they're things that I can do to just make me feel better um, with everything going on around me.
Going along with routines, keeping everything organized, especially in a planner or on a calendar, is something that I absolutely have to do if I want to avoid being stressed out. I'm absolutely horrible at remembering things I need to do or plans that I make if I don't write it down. So I can definitely get pretty stressed out if I overbook myself or agree to something and forget to write it down or forget to put it in my calendar, all of that sort of thing. I am somebody who has to physically write things down. That's why I always have a sticky note or a pad of paper by me at work. It's why I always keep a pad of paper in my purse. I just have to write them down if I want to remember to do them. And I'm way more likely to look at a sticky note or a piece of paper than I am to look at the notes app on my phone. I don't know why, it's just how I am. So having a physical planner is definitely a must for me, even now that I'm out of school. My absolute favorite planner right now is the Passion Planner, specifically the Weekly Spread, I think it is. Uh, I love this because it has kind of a monthly layout as well as a weekly layout, and it also has a section for just kind of notes and things to write down so you don't forget them, as well as weekly and monthly to-do lists, and your days are broken out by hour. So it's really easy to keep everything organized and to write down what you need to do that month or that week, when things are due, um, random notes you may have. So sometimes I'll put, you know, shopping lists or my to-do lists in there that day, um, whatever it is, I can keep everything in one place. And then that way, it's super easy for me to then transfer it into my electronic calendar. So I absolutely love Google Calendar. Everything is color coded. I'm actually a psycho about it. I don't even feel that bad about it. Um, But it's really easy for me to just take everything from my passion planner straight into my digital planner when I'm working on things. I'm also like a crazy person and I have a dry erase calendar hanging up in my kitchen. I just, I have to write things down. I don't know why, that's just how I am. And I know it sounds insane, but it seriously saved me from having so many breakdowns because I forgot something or whatever the case may be. And it's also really helpful. So no matter where I am, whether I'm somewhere where I can look at my physical planner or I'm out and I have to look at my digital one or I'm even, you know, standing in a ki- my kitchen trying to make plans with friends, I can look at the one on my wall. I can just make sure that I'm not kind of overscheduling myself and burning myself out. And like I've said before, I'm constantly juggling work, working on the blog, working on things for the podcast, along with just kind of everything else going on in my life, like hanging out with friends and having, you know, a social life. So things can get pretty busy. Uh, So one of the best ways for me to handle this busy schedule and kind of avoid getting overly stressed or overly overwhelmed is to take time off. I try to do this both kind of on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and it kind of varies as to kind of what taking time off means for me. So on a daily basis, usually my time off, if you will, is just either my lunch break, uh, the hour that I am in a peer bar class, or just kind of a time in the evening where I'm just hanging out with my dog or my friends or catching up with family and just kind of vegging out on the couch, if you will, um, and just kind of not thinking about, you know, 
work or things I have to do at the clinic or things I need to do for the blog or the podcast or things on my to-do list. Just really time for me to relax and let myself enjoy my life a little bit on a daily basis. But at least one day a week, I like to spend the day completely away from work, completely away from my to-do list and really just focus on doing things that make me happy and just living life in the moment. One of my 2020 resolutions, which I did a blog post on, um, was actually to be more present with what I was doing. And taking this day off has really helped with that and has also really helped with me kind of combating my stress level. It really gives me time to just enjoy my friends or enjoy my time by myself and just really enjoy the moment that I am living in and the season of life that I'm in. And, you know, sometimes my day off looks like, you know, me hanging out with friends, exploring new places in Lexington, like I'm planning on doing this weekend with a friend. Um, And sometimes it really is just, you know, sleeping in and spending the day at home. Sometimes it's running errands. Sometimes it's, you know, going to a workout and then doing chores around the house. It's really whatever I feel like and whatever I feel is going to help me most that week. It's just so important for me to take time away from work and even from, you know, creating content for the blog and the podcast, even though I love doing it, because you know, burnout is real and I'm somebody who loves to work and is passionate about what I do and is passionate about all of the different areas that I am working in, but that can also lead me to, you know, burnout really easily if I don't take the time off. So it's really important for me to not only on just kind of a daily basis, but also a weekly basis, just really kind of reset and even kind of looking at it more broadly, you know, at least like once a month, I like to take the whole weekend off or a couple days off. And then, you know, once a year, I like to take, you know, whether it's a vacation when we can travel again, or whether it's just, you know, visiting family or having people visit me, just kind of an extended period of time that I can take off and really just kind of live my life and help myself kind of reset my mind and handle all of the the stress that I'm dealing with kind of on a daily basis. One thing that I've noticed, especially while working on this episode and writing down all of the things that I've been doing to handle my stress, is that everything I do to help me manage, you know, stressful situations or just my stress level in general are things that really help to ground me. Whether it be, you know, using routines and planning systems to ground my mind in terms of thinking logically and being able to see kind of everything that's going on in my life or, you know, taking time off to be present with friends and family to, you know, ground myself in the things that are important to me. All of these things really just help me feel like I'm getting closer to figuring out, you know, who I am as a person. And part of what I find leads to you know, the majority of my stress is when I feel really out of control or really just not like myself. You know, I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but when I get really overwhelmed or stressed out, sometimes I feel slightly kind of out of body and like I'm kind of just watching different things happen in my life, but I don't feel present in them. And that's really 
when I kind of realize, you know, just how maybe stressed out or burnt out I am. Um, and, you know, as much as I am someone who thrives off of having, you know, different areas of interest and kind of working in different areas, what I am learning, you know, the more I grow and the more, you know, I discover about kind of who I am is that it, me thriving off of having different areas of interest doesn't necessarily mean I'm somebody who likes to be constantly, you know, quote unquote busy. You know, I used to tell people all the time, you know, especially in high school and even in college, you know, I'm just somebody who does better when I'm busy. And now when I look back on all of those times in my life, I realized, you know, just how stressed and burnt out I really was. And I think at the time I wasn't in a place where I could realize that. But looking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I I honestly don't know how I got through those points because I was so exhausted and burnt out and stressed and it was just really not a great time, you know, in my life. And I think part of managing stress is honestly recognizing what stress looks like for you. You know, not everybody deals with stress the same way and not everybody shows stress the same way. So just because you find some something or some situation to be stressful or cause you to be burnt out, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the same for the people around you. But it's still important to reflect, you know, on different points in your life and see, you know, exactly what type of situations caused you to be that stressed out and, you know, what that looked like for you. So, for example, when I get stressed out, I am so incredibly moody and sensitive. And I think anybody who is close to me would agree. Um, I know 100% my closest friends would (laughs) agree with me on that. Um, and all I want to do is procrastinate quite literally everything. Like it could be the simplest task, like putting a single dish in the sink or the dishwasher and it will take me, you know, hours to do it because I just cannot bring myself to do one thing if I am incredibly stressed out. And, you know, it used to drive me crazy because, these things would only lead, you know, to me being more stressed out because not only did I have a lot to do or something, you know, was happening in my life, but I also felt like, you know, I was falling behind in other areas or other areas were starting to fall apart. But, you know, now that I reflect on it and once I kind of started reflecting on these moments and seeing, you know, what it was that led me to act like that, it's been so much easier for me to implement different strategies, you know, like the ones I talked about to help manage and mitigate my stress levels. And I talk a lot, um, not only in the blog and, you know, eventually in this podcast, but also just in general to people that I'm close with about, you know, giving yourself grace. But I think it really is one of the most important pieces of advice and kind of really one of the most important things I try to live by too. Um, is just allowing yourself to have bad days or to feel stressed out really gives you the ability to help yourself not only in the present, but also, you know, your future self. And really what I mean by that is, you know, being stressed is a part of life and everybody is going to face stressful times over and over and over again in their lives. We all know that, you know, it's the same as saying, you know, everybody's going to have hard times. It might be cliche, but you know, there's a reason cliches exist because a lot of times they're true. 
But allowing yourself to feel stressed out and by allowing yourself to kind of reach these points at some point in your life, you are really able to learn so much about yourself. And by giving yourself grace to work through these times, it really makes it possible for you to move on and get through the difficult times in your life. Because otherwise, the alternative is just a really constant, vicious cycle of, you know, getting stressed out by a situation, responding negatively, and then, you know, becoming stressed out and responding poorly to whatever it was in the first place that caused you to be stressed out. And it's just constant cycles of negativity and stress that, quite honestly, nobody needs in their life. So giving yourself permission and giving yourself the grace to work through it, at, you know, whatever pace you need, it doesn't need to be something that you work through in the course of a single night routine or a single morning routine or one time of putting your planners together or whatever it is. Just giving yourself the ability to work through your stress and to figure out what it is that helps you mitigate your stress level and what it is that's going to help you in the long run is so incredibly important. And I think if, if you all don't get anything else out of this episode, I really just hope that, you know, giving yourself grace is something that you can take away and something that you can implement because it seriously is so important. And I think that that has honestly been the biggest help for me with managing my stress, especially during 2020 when we all have to give ourselves a lot of grace and we have to give everyone around us a lot of grace for, you know, frankly, just getting through the year and just really, you know, absolutely trying their best with the craziness that is 2020. That is all of the advice and tips and tricks I have today. If I think of anything else, I will definitely do another episode or another blog post or something like that all about handling stress and different tools that I'm using. If you all have anything that you do to handle stress or any ideas that you want to share, definitely let me know in the comments on my latest Instagram. As always, check out the blog actuallythough.org and follow me on Instagram at actuallythough underscore to stay up to date on my latest episodes and posts. Definitely stay tuned for next week. Next week, we are starting some really great guest episodes with some really fantastic girls that I've gotten the chance to chat with. As always, if you want to connect or anything like that, shoot me a DM on Instagram or get in touch with me through the blog. I am always open to having everyone on. Like I've said a million times, I really want to use this platform to connect with people and to help people connect with one another. So don't be shy. Definitely reach out. If you are interested, definitely give this podcast a five-star rating and a small review. If you're listening on Apple, it really helps to distribute my podcast to different listeners. Let me know if there are any other topics that you want me to cover or if you liked this style of episode as well. Thank you all so much, and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Bye.